Hey, everybody, welcome to Guest Voices, a Your Move podcast summer series that brings you special guests sharing insights to help you make better decisions and live with fewer regrets. And make sure you check out the episode description to download the application guide that includes a summary of today's content and offers helpful next steps. Now, let's dive in. If I were to ask you how you spend the first few minutes of your morning, how many of you, if you're honest, would say you start with scrolling? Maybe you're on a social media app, you're checking Twitter to see the highlights of the game the night before. And I can remember one particular morning in May of 2020 when I woke up, turned my alarm clock off, and I checked Instagram, and then I saw yet another person post about that brand new Peloton. And then I saw another person post about that adorable golden retriever. And I felt like in the midst of quarantine, everyone in my life was getting either a Peloton or a puppy. Some were getting even both. And it left me not feeling really great about myself. And isn't it interesting how we can go from one moment feeling pretty content about our lives, our our income, our weight, our relationship status, our job, the car that we drive, the house that we live in, and then we start scrolling and it can shift. And here's the deal, social media is a fantastic thing. I I love that it allows us to expand our social networks beyond the coffee shops, the cubicles, the gym memberships we're a part of. It it allows us to stand for causes that are significant to us, that really matter to us. But social media does come at a cost because our constant connection creates constant comparison. Maybe you've experienced this before because you got the Slack notification of someone in the office getting that promotion that you felt like you really deserved because of your experience. Or you're on Instagram or Facebook and you see photos of this vacation that people are going on. Or you see the photos of the the proposal, the engagement showers, the weddings, and you're still navigating singleness and trying to figure out the dating apps. Or maybe you see photos of another gender reveal party, another baby shower, and you and your partner in the midst of infertility. And we are constantly seeing these images and it can leave us feeling really dissatisfied. It can leave us feeling really discontent. But what if there's another way? What if there's another way to start each day? Maybe you've met someone before who, despite their current circumstances, they have something in them and it's like they're happy and you think to yourself, where did they get that from? How do I get some of that? What is their secret? Well, the good news for us is that there's someone who actually answers this question for us, who tells us what the secret is. It's this guy named Paul. And, and Paul is someone who, who spent his life furthering the, the message and the teaching of Jesus because he had understood it transformed his life. And so he wanted other people to experience it as well. And so Paul would plant churches and he would often write letters to these churches to encourage them, to strengthen them. And here in this particular letter to the church in Philippi, Paul gives us some insight into this secret. And so Paul says in Philippians 4, he says, I am not saying this because I am in need. And I want to pause here and explain that that he's saying what I'm about to tell you, the things I'm about to say, isn't because I'm currently in a place of need. But what's so profound is Paul is writing this from a prison cell. And he continues. He says, for I have learned to be 
content. I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. He says, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. He's saying, even if they get the promotion, even if they get the raise, even if they get the boat or the car or the house or they get the relationship, he's saying in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can be content. And he finishes with this. He says, I can do all of this through him who gives me strength. And so what's so extraordinary here is Paul is saying that I'm able to experience something internally that that doesn't match what's happening externally, that that I'm able to experience something inside of me that doesn't coincide what's happening outside of me, that I can have peace because I have his strength within me. He's essentially reminding us that our situation doesn't have to determine our satisfaction. Your current situation doesn't have to determine your current satisfaction in life. My present situation doesn't have to determine my satisfaction, that I can have contentment. And how do we get that? And and Paul actually gives us that answer as well, because just a few verses before this, Paul writes, and he says, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. He says, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, with gratitude, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. I love that idea. It it transcends our own human comprehension. He says, this peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so Paul's saying, the way that we experience contentment is when we express gratitude. In order for us to experience contentment in our lives, we have to express gratitude. That that gratitude is the secret to contentment. And so what does that look like? What does it look like to, to express our gratitude? Real practically, there's things that we can do. A few years ago, I was introduced to this author, James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. And in the book, he talks about this idea of habit stacking. And it is so awesome. You you take a habit that you already do, that already exists in your daily rhythms, and then you add something else to it. The example he gives in the book is if you make your bed each morning and you're trying to become a reader, instead of putting a book on your nightstand, you put the book on your bed. And then when you get into the bed that night, then you're going to have to touch that book. And so you you take an existing habit and you add something else to it. And so if we're going to try to be people who express gratitude and we start our mornings in a place of gratitude. Maybe you you add something to your morning routine of making coffee. Maybe you make a cup of coffee and you keep a sticky pad and you write one thing that you have to be thankful for that day and you see it and you put it in front of your coffee maker. Maybe for you, it's before you get out of bed. And as you turn the alarm clock on your phone, you open up the notes app and you jot down three things you have to be thankful for. 
And if three's too many, let's start with one. And I don't think they have to be big things. I think it could be as simple as saying, I'm grateful for the chance to FaceTime with a friend, or I'm thankful to go grab a drink or coffee with a coworker, or I'm thankful for a slow morning and my Zoom meetings were delayed. You can write some small things. Maybe you can write some big things. You're excited about this new relationship. You're, you're grateful for the new intern or the new staff member starting this week. Maybe Maybe for some of you, you're thinking, I don't know if I have anything in my life that I'm grateful for. Maybe you're feeling like there's really nothing that comes to mind. There's nothing that you can think of. And I can remember feeling that way as well. I can remember feeling frustrated and angry and really alone in my circumstances. Several years ago, um, I just not, I started to not feel well. Uh, it was so bad uh, that I wouldn't want to wake up each morning. It was hard for me to physically get out of bed. I had this chronic illness, and I was so desperate for answers. And I was constantly going to doctors and trying to get clarity and trying to figure out what's next. And I felt so alone. And I can tell you it was hard to see anything in my life that I had in the midst of that to be grateful for, but eventually I was diagnosed with Lyme's disease. And through that journey, it afforded me to meet some other people, people who were walking alongside of me and people who had Lyme as well. And in that, I can now look back and I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that I have these people in my life that I don't know if I would have ever met had I not had those circumstances. And so maybe there's something in your life and it's hard to see the goodness in it. It's hard to find something that you can be thankful for. But imagine if you trusted what Paul says. He's writing from prison and he's saying, I can be content because I have something within me. I have his peace. I have his strength that, that you could trust that God's not wasting the season that you find yourself in. Imagine what it would look like if you started your morning and you simply got up and despite what's going on in your health or what's not going on in your relationship or what's not happening at work and despite all of that, you said, Heavenly Father, would you help me see that I have something in my life to be thankful for? Would you expand my awareness so I can see that you are with me? Imagine what that would look like if that's how we started our mornings and we started our days from this place of gratitude. Because after all, as Paul said, gratitude is the secret to contentment. Gratitude is the secret to contentment. And I think if we start our mornings in that way, we write a few things down that we're grateful for. I think we will be so, so, so glad that we did. So thanks for listening, but before you go, I wanted to take a minute to thank everyone who supports Your Move financially. It's the generosity of our listeners that makes this podcast possible. So if you have found this content helpful, we would like to invite you to make a tax-deductible donation to Your Move. You just visit yourmove.is forward slash give. That's yourmove.is slash give. Thanks for considering, and make sure you join us next week on Your Move.